How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of Bright Verde. This is your host, Marcelo, and I'm doing something different now. I am going to be filming these, putting it on my YouTube channel, extracting the audio, and uploading that as a podcast. Uh, I'm going to try that and see and see what's up. Guys, there's been so much going on. I've missed already so many episodes. Um, I'm going to be quite honest with you guys. I haven't been as motivated. And I'm working on that. I'm working on getting that motivation back. I'm working on um, giving my point of view on certain things about the club. Uh, There's been a lot. A lot of news. I believe the last episode I did was back in November, uh, late November. So for a fact, it's been almost two months, if not more, Um, which is pretty wild. But let's just kind of let's just kind of take a step back, guys. Let's kind of take a step back. Let's chill for a second and let's kind of break it down. Let's break down what's been going on with Austin FC. We're in the big leagues now. This is the real deal. The hype train has arrived. There's a lot of casual fans that are that are starting to take a look at Austin FC. People who are fans of the NBA, of the NFL, that are like, oh, we have this professional team in Austin. Like, yo, like, let me take a look at it. Let me hop on Twitter real quick. See what's going on. So, to those of you guys, welcome. Um, I want I, I want to kind of like put the, the the latest news towards the end. Let's go back as far as we can, and I I think that the biggest thing that we can talk about, guys, is the roster. There's been a lot, you know. A lot of changes in the roster, obviously. We're getting a lot of new additions. Let's kind of break it down from the very beginning. Ronnie Redes. Ronnie Redes from Paraguay, who is a winger. In this case, we're going to consider him a forward. Okay? A forward, most most preferably a winger. Um, still relatively young. Um... He's 28 years old. Um, Actually, this is not right. The website has it wrong, dude. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Rodney Redes. He's 20, dude. Why is he 28? He's 20. I, I, I was saying it, and I'm like, he's not 28. 20 years old. Yo, Austin FC, man, fix that on your website, dog. Uh, he's 20 years old, very young player, uh, not even reached anywhere near his prime. Uh, first, what I need player, because <laughs> there were more that, that we signed. So, um, really excited. That, that was our first player ever. Then Cecilio Dominguez. Cecilio Dominguez, forward as well. DP. Um, 
really young as well, 26 years old, very much could hit his prime in Austin FC, uh, which is great. I have my doubts on Cecilio after he's seeing some of his um, his performances for Club Guarani when he was on loan. I'm kind of changing my mind a little bit. I'm 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 more more hyped about him. I think that he could be a very good player for us. Um and I'm I'm quite excited to see him to see him play actually. Then after those two, there was a lot there was a big break until the expansion draft. And that's when things really picked up. So, let's first go over Ben Sweat. Defender, um, it says that he played for Inter Miami uh, in the 2020 season, following three seasons with NYCFC. So we got that NYCFC connection right there with Claudio Reina. Um, he started his MLS career after being drafted by the Columbus Crew in the 2014 MLS Super Draft, and also a lot of connections with Columbus Crew as well. And a lot of these pieces kind of kind of intersect and i'll talk about it more as we go on with the draft um so also i just want to begin by saying that i'm i'm relatively new to mls guys i'm relatively new i've been keeping up with mls to a certain extent it's really hard to keep track of all the teams especially when you're also keeping track of europe and it's just a lot of information so a lot of these players were unknown to me, and I'm getting to know them. I'm getting to know their history. From what I get, you know, from the chatter from from uh, various MLS uh, networks, or I mean shows and podcasts, Ben Sweat looks like a decent player. I believe he could be a, a left back for us. So with that being said, let's move on to the next player, and it's Ulises Segura. Costarricense, Tico, midfielder, age 27. Again, really good age right there. Really good age. Um, last club was DC United. Uh, Segura most recently played for DC United from 2018 to 2020. Prior to DC United, Segura played for Costa Rica, Deportivo Saprissa. Um, acquiring 115 appearances for the club from 2014-2017 so a lot of experience there for Costa Rica's biggest team um, he received 10 caps with the Costa Rica national team which is great and he participated in the Gold Cup CONCACAF Nations League and CONCACAF Olympic qualifying so tons of experience with Ulises Segura um, moving on to another defender Nick Lima I also hear great things about Nick Lima um also, really good age, 26 years old. Uh, Lima most recently played for the San Jose Earthquakes from 2017 to 2020, registering seven goals and seven assists as a defender. That's Those are pretty good numbers. Um, he's made multiple uh, U.S. Men's National Team appearances, participating in CONCACAF Gold Cup and CONCACAF Nations League. Lima has earned nine caps, six starts, and three assists, and three assists uh, with the national team. So... Great numbers for Nick Lima. I hear great things about him. Uh, I think he can be uh, a solid option in the defense for us. Move over to another Tico, 
Julio Cascante, also 27 years old, really good age. Cascante joins us from Portland Timbers prior to joining MLS in 2018. Cascante was also with Saprisa in Costa Rica. Um, so, you know, connect connection with Ulises Segura. Um, move, move over to John Gallagher, who is a forward, age 24, young player from Atlanta United. Um, he made 16 regular season appearances with four goals from 2018 to 2020. In 2019, Gallagher was loaned to Scottish Premiership side Aberdeen FC. Making 31 appearances, Gallagher started in all six Europa League qualifying matches for Aberdeen. He was Atlanta United's number 14 pick in the 2018 MLS Super Draft. So, not really good numbers for Gallagher. Uh, nonetheless, he's still very young. He has experience, um, and he played for a really good Atlanta United team, as well as um, having that experience with Aberdeen in the Scottish Premiership, as well as the Europa League. I mean, that's pretty good for a 24-year-old. Um, let's move over to Danny Hosen, who is Dutch. He is the first relatively more experienced player, older player, one would say. Um, he's 29 years old from the Earthquakes. Hosen joins us from the Earthquakes as well. Uh, prior to joining MLS in 2017, he played multiple European in multiple European leagues, including 72 appearances with um, FC Groningen, who is a Dutch team, uh, between 2014 and 2017, and then featuring in five Champions League games with Ajax from 2012 to 2014. And then he made 104 regular season appearances uh, in four seasons for the Quakes. So first player with tons of experience here. From from what I hear about Danny Hosen is that he had a lot of potential. Maybe didn't quite live up to the expectations in the earthquakes, but maybe he can find some good uh, a good spot here with Austin FC and and who knows what what Josh Wolf is going to want from him as a number nine. I, I expect another DP to be signed to be a number nine, and he could very well play uh, back up to that DP. And if that DP ever gets injured, I, I would hope that Danny Hosen can can be a, a solid backup. Um, moving on to another midfielder, Jarrett Stroud, um, 24 years old, relatively young, from the New York Red Bulls. Uh, Stroud debuted for the Red Bulls uh, this past season after making his mark for the Red Bulls USL Championship side. Um, he was a standout there with, in 2018 and 2019, becoming the first, fran <clears throat> the first in franchise history to record 20 career goals and 20 career assists and winning an all-league first team honors in 2019 after a 15-goal, 9-assist campaign. Those are great numbers. And I hear really good things about Jared Stroud, actually. Um, he could be a really good midfielder for us. Uh, this one is actually really exciting. Um, I, I think that he sounds like a, a very attacking-minded midfielder. Um, and hopefully Josh Wolf can can utilize him 
in the way that can best fit his his skill set and his quality going forward. Then moving on to uh, our first goalkeeper, Brady Scott, 21 years old from Nashville. Uh, well, he's from California, but he played for Nashville. Um, he distinguished himself as a U.S. youth national team goalkeeper, starting on the team that won the 2018 CONCACAF U-20 championship, recording three sh- uh, shutouts, including the, in the final against Mexico. Scott returned to the U.S. in 2020 after three years with Bundesliga side FC Köln. He has most recently played on loan for the Sacramento Republic of the USL. So, up-and-coming young prospect in uh, the goalkeeping position. He sounds like he could uh, very well be in the backs in the backside, just kind of learning and uh, taking his opportunity, maybe in some cup games like the U.S. Open Cup or something. Um, and who knows if one of our other goalkeepers that I'm going to talk about uh, talk about in a little bit get injured, maybe he can have a little spot to to shine and 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 make his mark. Moving on to the big one, Alex Ring. A lot of noise with this one. Um, midfielder, 29 years old. Uh, same age as Danny Hosen. From New York City FC. So another NYCFC player. Alex Ring played for NYCFC from 2017 to 2020. He made 113 regular season appearances during his tenure and was an MLS All-Star in 2018. Prior to joining NYCFC, uh, he played for FC Kaiser <laughs> Kaiser Lottern, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, and uh, HJK Helsinki. Um, he made he has represented Finland since 2018 and has 44 caps to his name. So, tons and tons of experience here. Um, apparently a lot of NYCFC fans were upset that he left. They were going to miss him. Um, he was the most expensive, uh, player that used allocation money, I believe in all of MLS's history, which shows how much, uh, faith both Claudio Reina and Josh Wolf have in him. We have that NYCFC connection as well. Uh, with Claudio Reina. Um, so he most likely will be captaining uh, this team, is what I'm expecting. Um, apparently, he, he commands a lot of uh, respect. And he's a great guy, apparently, which is what you need uh, for an expansion team, in, in my opinion. And as you can see, a bunch of these players, well, from what I hear, are, are great people in general. And which kind of cements the the word from both Claudio Reina and Josh Wolf that they, they were looking for not just great players, but great people. And I think that's great to see. Moving on to another defender, Hector Jimenez. Uh, 32, this is the oldest player so far um, from Columbus Crew. Hector Jimenez most recently played for Columbus Crew from 2014 to 2020, six years, which is which is really solid. 
Prior to Columbus, Jimenez played with the LA Galaxy from 2011 to 2013, in which they won MLS Cup twice. He recorded 176 regular season appearances throughout his MLS career to date. Tons of MLS ex- MLS experience. Um, exactly what you need as an expansion team. And um, uh, he's a champion. He's a champion, which is which is very much needed. You, you need people who have tasted glory, who can show these young people uh, the ways and, and give them the experience that they need. Moving on to another Club Guarani player, Johan Romagna, 22 years old, young, strong, powerful, tall. He looks like a beast. Uh, Colombiano. Romagna joins Austin FC from Club Guarani in Paraguay, where he played with Cecilio Dominguez and Rodney Redes in 2020. During his time with Guarani, Romagna made 31 appearances, including 12 in the Conmebol Copa Libertadores. Prior to Club Guarani, Romagna played with Independiente Medellín in Colombia from 2016 to 2018. He looks like an up-and-coming potential... Um, I feel like he he fits the bill to go to Europe. Um, Strong, powerful defender. I mean, I've seen his highlights. He is a beast. Um, I expect him to win tons of aerial duels. I expect him to win tons of tackles. He looks rock solid. It looks like he could be battling for a starting spot. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if if sooner rather than later he, he becomes a starter for us. Um, moving on to another goalkeeper, Andrew Tarbell. He is relatively more experienced than, than Brady Scott. 27 years old, Columbus Crew. Um, Tarbell joins us from uh, Columbus Crew following the 2020 MLS Championship. Prior to Columbus Crew, Tarbell played for the San Jose Earthquakes from 2016 to 2019, where he was a Quakes starting goalkeeper in addition to recording 41 regular season appearances for the club. He helped propel to the Quakes to the semifinals of the 2017 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Tons of connections here, man. Quakes, Columbus Crew, NYCFC, Costa Rica, Club Guarani. That seems to be the uh, the, the the patterns here. Um, moving on to another goalkeeper and our last goalkeeper here, Brad Stuber. Brad Stuber, 29 years old, a little bit older then Tarbell and speaking of that connection we have that NYCFC experience um Stuber 2013 super draft pick was reliable goalkeeping option for the past three seasons at NYCFC winning the 2019 community MVP award from the club prior to joining NYCFC Stuber played with Columbus crew from 2014 to 2017 again dude that crew this is crazy um also, Stuber, great guy, apparently, uh, which keeps that same theme going. Then, moving on to a pretty exciting player, Diego Fagundes, Uruguayo. Um, Fagundes signed with New England Revolution as a homegrown player in 2010. Through his tenure, with the Revolution, he re- recorded 286 regular season appearances. He was the first MLS homegrown to record 1,000 playing minutes. 
and the youngest player in the league history to score 25 goals. Fagundes completed, uh, competed in the 2015 FIFA U20 World Cup with Uruguay, where they finished third. Um, I mean, you guys know from my previous episodes, I'm a sucker for Uruguayan players. I think they might be the best in terms of ratio of player to population. They might be the best country in the world uh, when it comes to world-class talent. Um, and Fagundes is one of the players that I recognize the most. I've seen him play with the Revolution. And I think he's a great pick. Great pick. Free agent as well, which needs to be said. Free agent. That's a that's a, that's a a steal right there. Um, and just 25 years old, man. He has the experience of an old person in MLS. He's just 25. So he has a lot to give to Austin FC. Also, apparently, he's a dope-ass dude. Uh, shout out to Diego Fagundes. Moving on up. Super exciting player. I'm going to take a sip real quick. Hold up. We have Matt Beasler, guys. I love Matt Beasler. I've seen him play um, for both the national team and for Sporting Kansas City. I think he's a great defender. Uh, very solid and really clean guy. Um, so he comes, he's 33, the most... Uh, the oldest player so far, tons of experience. But as a defender, I think he still has quite a few years left, uh, for sure. Um, especially, you know, he's not the fastest defender, but having, for example, Romagna next to him, I mean, that sounds like a like a badass uh, partnership right there. So Beasler comes as a free agent as well from from Sporting Kansas City, which is a great pick. Um, and he captained them from 2013 to 2020. He was drafted by Kansas City in 20 in 2008. He has been a designated player for the club since ever since 2014. His career with with Sporting Kansas City, he recorded 339 appearances and 329 starts. He is a five-time MLS All-Star. Um, Beezer also brings extensive national team experience with 47 caps for the U.S. men's national team. His international competition experience includes the 2014 FIFA World Cup, 2013 and 2017 CONCACAF Gold Cups, and Copa America Centenario 2016. I mean, if you're talking about experience, I mean, Beasler has it, dude. He has it. Um, I was really happy with this pick. I think, I think Wolf and Reina nailed it with this one. Um... Moving on to our number one pick for the MLS Super Draft, Danny Pereira. 20 years old from Virginia Tech, uh, midfielder. He seems like a box-to-box midfielder, apparently. Uh, Pereira joins Austin FC as a number one draft pick in the 2021 MLS Super Draft, which just happened a few weeks ago, presented by Adidas, obviously. Pereira comes to Austin FC from Virginia Tech, where he made 26 starts across 2019 and 2020. He was named the All-ACC Freshman Team of 2019. He was named to the All-ACC Freshman Team of 2019. Um, 
this guy is from Venezuela. He came, I believe, as a 14, 15-year-old. Apparently, he has a great character. Um, he's a good guy. And uh, Wolf said that he has tons of upside. And they see him uh, being being very useful for us. And who knows? Maybe he can be one of those people that uh, we end up getting a quite a bit of change for. So... Um, I'm really excited to see how he would fit into to the the, the team. Um, we move on to another defender, Freddie Kleeman, from the University of Washington. He was also part of the Super Draft pick as number 11. Um, he comes to Austin FC from the University of Washington. He was a redshirt freshman and sophomore. Kleeman started 22 out of 28 games in his college career and was an anchor in the Huskies' defense. So I don't know much about Freddie Kleeman, um, but young defender, 21 years old. Hopefully he can also feature for us and develop with the help of um, our main man, Josh Wolf. Um, another... Uh, pick from the draft, Aiden Stanley from Duke University, 21 years old, another defender. Um, he came from Duke University where he appeared in 37 games in 2018 and in 2019 before joining the Portland Timbers 2 in 2020. Cool. Then we move on to Daniel Steedman, midfielder, 20 years old. University of Virginia, number 28 pick in the Super Draft. He joins us uh, from, like I said, Virginia, where he recorded 28 starts in 2018-2019. Prior to signing with Atlanta United 2 in January 2020, Steedman was named to the NCAA College Cup All-Tournament team in 2018. In 2019, sorry. Um, we also signed number 28 pick Noah Lawrence, goalkeeper as well. Um, prior to joining from Ohio State, Lawrence attended University of Cincinnati where he recorded 36 appearances. Um, tons of young guys in pretty much uh, all positions, goalkeeper, midfielder, defender, um, which is good. And then last but not least, Kikuda Mane, uh, super popular here in Austin. Uh, Kakuda Mane joins Austin FC as a free agent, most recently with the New England Revolution. Uh, Kakuda Mane is still only 26 years old. Um, he appeared in 155 games throughout his MLS career. Prior to joining the MLS, the Gambian native was called up to the Gambia national team in 2013, 2014, and 2017. He also won the uh, Amway Canadian Championship with the Vancouver Whitecaps in 2015 and appeared in the CONCACAF Champions League in 2015 and 2018. It's kind of blurry. But yeah, Kakura Mane, that's pretty dope. Uh, Kind of a cool story for Austin um, where he lived here and um, people are really happy to see him back. So that's the roster so far. That was a handful, guys. Holy crap. My throat is dry as fudge. Um, but aside from the roster, let's let's take a look at some other news. Um, 
Let's see. Heineken named official import beer of Austin FC. Pretty dope. We got that better the connection right there. Um, uh, Danny Pereira, we talked about him. Kakuta Mane, we talked about him. Um, big one recently. Austin FC announces Q2 as the company who is paying Austin FC. Tons of that moolah to be to be in the name. Um, I'm going to be quite frank with you guys. I had never heard of Q2. That's how it be sometimes. I had never heard of Q2. It's an Austin-based company. Um, I looked it up on LinkedIn, and I have a connection who works there. So I'm going to have to hit them up. But uh, apparently, according to Andy Lufnane, who said that we are in top five of cheddar when it comes to naming rights for a stadium in MLS. Top five. It's a bold-ass statement. Um, hopefully, they're paying up. So, this is going to bring tons of revenue. And it's just really cool to have um, an Austin-based company be, be our, our, our sponsor for, for the stadium. I, th- I think that I think that's healthy. That's cool. And we should keep up that tradition. You know, it's like support local. Support Austin. That's the way it should be. Um, so it'll be named the Q2 Stadium. Kind of sounds kind of weird, to be quite frank. It's kind of weird to say it. You know, like I told my mom, I was like, hey, mom. We have a new uh, a name for the stadium. And I was like, it's called Q2. And she was like, huh? She was like, she said like, uh, like K2 or something. And I was like, no, Q, Q2. And she was like, like a, like the letter Q. And I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a Austin company. She's like, oh, okay. So I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, what the, like, what is Q2? But it's what these things are, are made for guys. Just like a lot of these other partners that we've had recently. Well, when, when the club was first announced, I didn't know anything about them. And now I do. I didn't know net spend, but now I do. I didn't know that that coffee company. I forgot the name of it, but now I do. Now I know Q2. I want to work for them now. I want to apply and see what jobs I can get. So, um, they doing their job. They pay money. And the entire nation is going to know their name. So, pretty smart. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about next the jersey. The Legends jersey. Marketing was impeccable. Um, I'm going to be real with you guys. 
I'll be real with you guys because that's what we do here. It's meh. It's alright. It's alright. It's not bad. It's not great. It's, it's, it's a white shirt. Okay? It's just a white shirt. This is where... Guys. This is where I need y'all's help. Somebody needs to explain to me what the hell is up with this Adidas deal we have going on. Because I just don't buy it. I don't buy the fact that Adidas dictates so much to what you can do with a jersey. I don't buy it. If somebody can explain it to me, where? Show me some stipulations. Show me some contract, a, a paragraph in a contract where, where it says that MLS clubs cannot provide freaking input into what their jersey is going to look like. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know Adidas owned the fucking clubs. Like, what the, what is going on? You can't tell me that's the best that we could have done. You can't tell me that. I, I, I don't believe it. Because it's not true. It's not true. You can't tell me that some very important people in the club got together in a room and let, they said, hey, let's brainstorm our away kit. And somebody said, why don't we go with white? And then everyone said, okay. And that was it. Because that's literally the least that anyone could have ever done. If, 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 you, say, if you tell somebody, hey, do the least amount of work on this jersey design, it's going to be a white t-shirt. I mean, uh, a white shirt. Call it a day. Boom. That's it. Come on, dude. Come on. The hype was real, man. The hype was real. That's the thing about hype. That's what sucks about hype. Is you're always going to be disappointed. Always. Um... Now, don't get me wrong. Like, it, the the white looks dope. Okay, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. It it does look dope. It looks clean. But I just want something different. 
something different. Is that is that too much to ask for? Is it? You know, I I like Adidas. I actually prefer Adidas over Nike. Uh pretty much when it comes to anything. Shoes I think Adidas is superior in style and comfort. Clothes, I think Adidas is more stylish than Nike. And I think Adidas has more uh I just think the the designs that they put out are are better than Nike. Um cleats. I think Adidas cleats look better than Nike's. Um, and and the jerseys too. I, I I prefer Adidas jerseys. I have a few. And I have a few Nikes. I just prefer Adidas. But they disappoint me here with MLS. Get y'all shit together, Adidas. Get y'all shit together. Also, MLS, yo, open it up. Open it up. Have companies bid and like, um, have some variety, man. Don't get me wrong, like, I like, in to a certain extent, that um, that everything is kind of uniform. Like my my OCD in me likes that. Uh, but I also think it's probably not the healthiest uh, for creativity, because you stifle creativity. You get what we have now. A plain ass t-shirt. So. I'm not going to buy it. That's for a fact. I ain't going to buy it. Also, I kind of low-key. I, I got the replica uh, home kit when it first launched. And I talk trash about the authentics, but now I'm low-key regretting not getting an authentic jersey. Um, because now that I'm seeing more and more of the shirts out in the wild, and it there's clearly a difference in quality. And even like, you can see you can see some subtleties like in color the, the green is different slightly different um so i kind of regret getting the replica i should have just gone the authentic i fucked up but i learned my lesson i'm gonna go authentic next time um and then last but not least i want to talk about um what was it? No, that's it.
that's it for this one. Um, yeah, I'll, I hope you guys like this video portion. Um, follow us on Twitter at Brightbird the Pod. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Brightbird the Pod. Uh, if you want a shirt, hit me up. Thank you guys for watching. And follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube. This is where the video is going to be playing. So if you want to see my beautiful face, hop over to YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, keep in touch. I am going to do more stuff on YouTube. That is the plan. When games are going on, I want to do interviews with the fans. So be on the lookout for that. That being said, thank you guys for watching and listening. Hit it, hit us uh, up on all the social media platforms. Follow us on all your podcast platforms and subscribe to YouTube. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace.